All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get stuff in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And we are back. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, wrestling. Wrestling. Right? That's, that's what we always talk right? about. That's, that's not nothing new. It, no. it happens every week. So far. Yes, yeah, so far. So far. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's going pretty good. Uh, we're, we're making this happen. Really rebuilding this uh, from the bottom up. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. I'm also super excited because we are diving into so much more indie wrestling than we have in the past. You know what's even better? One week away from another indie show. Another indie show. SCW. Yes. At the Peoria Civic Center. Peoria Civic Center. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to let that. I don't think you're ever going to let me let that I can't. It's like Hulk Hogan with the uh, Silverdome. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my hopes and dreams for SCW. Right? You sit there and think to yourself, like, you know, one day I really want to be compared to Hulk Hogan. And the only thing I compare to is that... Uh, that botched mistake on where you're uh, located. It's better than some of the other things that could be compared to for all that time. happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, uh, yep. SCW is next Saturday at the uh, Shaban Civic Center. Super excited for that. Uh, rampage, uh, rampage, it's fucking rampage. I'm excited for it. Uh, tickets, amazing. Ten dollar pre sale, twelve at the door. As always. As always. Uh, I think doors open at six. Show starts at seven. I'm sure that I don't. I haven't seen, but I'm sure there's going to be a charity event of some kind, and you know, they do a fifty-fifty raffle. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, super family friendly, great atmosphere, cheap concessions, good, cheap concessions. Oh, nachos, nachos, fucking nachos. Um, but we'll, we're going to dive into SCW uh, a little bit later in the show because there's so much to cover, especially especially from uh, the events that happened at ARW last week, right. So we're going to talk about those two uh, later on the show, but uh, I want to dive in real quick and start the show off with um, our top five, our freaking five. Our freaking five. Our freaking five. Uh, we are now um, trying to push through the show weekly to get some fan interaction and everything. Um, Dizzle J, why don't you uh, go ahead and tell them about the freaking five and what uh, we picked our ranking at, and um, do you want to do the uh, fan selections first? Do you want to do ours first? Or? I, think, I think we usually do the fan selection first. And yeah. then... This is this is going to be one of your segments as well, so oh, we're, no. we're going to do what you want to do. Yeah. Well, we'll, do the, we'll do the fans right? ones first, then we'll go back uh, and we'll yeah. do ours. I want you to build that 33% so. up to like 40. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. So our new segment, we're calling Freaking Five. Mm-hmm. So each week, we're going to try to come up with a different list of five different things for wrestling. Some way, somehow, intervened. This week, we chose top five entrance entrances, entrance themes. Yeah. I kind of just threw the entrances in there, too, in case anybody had a favorite super entrance, mm-hmm. as I like to call them. Uh, not too many people did. Uh, let's go ahead and start with our almost big red machine, Fitz. His top was D-Generation X. Okay. Which... Uh, that almost made my list. Did it make my list? No, it did not make I, my D- list. DX is one of the better theme songs, especially when it comes to a stable. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I if I if I look correctly, there's not um, Evolution isn't really on anyone's list, but that was a good stable uh, theme song as well. Right. And uh, even when it came to DX and everything, as a group, they kind of came out to that song even in individual matches where, you know, it wasn't like with Triple H coming out to his own theme song. Being part of Evolution, you know, so on and so forth, like and that. When they were in the stable, they all yeah. used it, which is simple f- or you know, Unity, yeah, as a whole, which yeah. which was cool. Which I still see DX as being one of the top factions in uh, wrestling, you know, alongside like the NWO, Full Horsemen, and stuff like that. So, I didn't yeah. know the Bullet Club, Bullet Club, yeah. So DX is a good DX is a good pick. 
And then Ernest the Cat Miller. That's a that's a that's a throwback right there. That is a that's, throwback. That's mid '90s, like WCW, and it's like I mean, and when I think of like his, I mean, that was a, like almost like a James Brown kind of song. A, a little bit, yeah, yeah. And isn't he the one that came to the ring one time for a uh, a no disqualification match, all dressed up, had the pads on and a helmet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That no? was Norman Smiley. Well, that was Norman yeah, Smiley. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, yeah. Miller, uh, even like, even at the end, he kind of did the same. I, I think I'm right saying James Brown, with like the uh, the robe being thrown over his shoulders yeah. and stuff like that too. Yeah. Leaping Lenny, Lanny Poffle. I tried finding the theme song. I can't find it. I, I couldn't. I, you saw I, me trying I, to Google it. Couldn't couldn't find that. So I'm gonna take his word for it on that one. That's also like a throwback. That's almost like what late '80s, early '90s. That'd be. And then we have Hulk Hogan. Yeah, now, I, I I think I want a little more clarification. Like, I'm going to assume it's real American. I'm going to assume it's real American, too. But, I mean, like, I mean, Hulk Hogan had a lot of theme songs throughout his career. You know, real American. Um, American Made when he first came to ICW. The NWO entrance that he had. Voodoo Child when uh, he originally uh, kind of... Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood Hogan, yeah. So, I'm going to assume um, that he chose real American. If I'm wrong, uh, Fitz can let me know. But I'm going to assume it's real American, which is a very good pick. It is a very good pick. I mean, even today, some people use that on an indie scene, too. I believe, I believe Captain or Mr. America from NXW did. Mm-hmm. Um, then he has the oddities. I like that one. That that I that, that, that would have gone on my list. That would have gone on my list. Well, we can listen to it when we're done with the okay. show. But it's kind of like one of those things like, everybody come to the greatest show. It's actually one of your it, it, it seems like a song you would listen to. Because it kind of like that rap kind of like goofy. Oh, nice. Um, if okay, I goofy, <laughs> like when I hear it, I think ICP. Okay. Even though I've never listened to ICP, I assume that's what ICP <laughs> sounds like. So uh, yeah, I I would I would think that'd be one. But we can listen to it when we're done recording. And then we have one from Brian, who simply put as number one Stone, as number two Cold, as number three Steve, as number four Austin. I think he likes Austin. I, I think so. Yeah. But there is a couple different Austins. There's it. So maybe maybe it's choosing like different variants. Like maybe he liked uh you know, like the glass shattering original theme of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh I know uh, Sis, I think System of Down or Disturb Disturbed Disturb did a uh, a rendition of it. Maybe he liked um stunning Steve Austin, you know, with Hollywood Blonde. And who knows, maybe even the Ringmaster. So I don't think anybody liked the Ringmaster. Everyone loved the Ringmaster. His his number five was the Ultimate Warrior. Which, which is a good one. Which That's, is his is like Real fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Roll. Roll Sand. Okay. Yep. Uh, other podcaster. I actually okay. did a. Um, I did uh, his show. I guess about on his show last year before WrestleMania. We did a show. Never released. Never released. Never released. So uh, Roll. Uh, let me know when that show goes out because I'd love to hear about my predictions for the Hall of Fame last year. I, I, I hope there's no spoilers <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, he had the Dudleys. Which, which is I, a good I, one. I, I like the mm-hmm. angle, which is obviously classic by now. Who even? Oh, even himself, with the, the "you suck" chance. You yeah. suck. Absolutely. Uh, punk living color. We did discuss this one. Earlier. Cult of personality. Yeah. So yeah. when yeah when I made my list and everything, I kind of steered away from like, um, like those types of songs that would come from uh, like you said, Motorhead, yeah. with Triple H, um, Cult of Personality, uh, Living Color. Just kind of like those. I stuck. So ma- I stuck I'm ma- expecting one on your list. I I have one that I. Pretty sure you probably have it at least. Uh, no. And, I, and I'll tell you if I. If it okay. Is now. Yeah, okay. Okay. 
Fitz already did. Uh, oh, Jericho. Um, I wonder if you, which Jericho, though. I love the countdown. Mine is the countdown. Yeah. The one thing about Jericho, too, is I like the fact that when he went to um, uh, New Japan, and I think probably in, even in AEW, if he makes his appearance, he uses his own song that he created, Judas. Judas, yeah. Yeah. That, that's that, a great I love song. that one. But this one, he is probably going with the old Jericho uh, countdown one to break the walls down. Yeah. Uh, Real American. I think that's that's going to pop up a lot. I mean, so far it's popped up twice and yeah. three of our lists. Uh, so, I mean, I, you know, spoiler alert, it's on mine. So. See, that, so. that's not the one I thought you did. <laughs> no, I know. That's, that's American, or that's a uh, um, wrestling-based song. It was created in the ECW. Right. Or WWF, sorry. WWE, my bad. Don't sue me. Ooh. Yeah, he's oh. a, <laughs> shit. Oh, God. I'm not gonna censor that. Okay, it's not because I don't want to. I don't know. How all, all of a sudden, your network prices went to twelve ninety nine. <laughs> Screw this asshole. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and go with mine. And number one for me was Shattered Glass, uh, WrestleMania 13, Stone Cold Steve Austin when he had the glass actually shattered in front of him. Yes. Okay. That uh, Ric Flair. Uh, to me, just iconic. Every time I hear that, and no matter where I'm at. It's like, where the fuck's Ric Flair? Where's Ric Flair? Uh, Mark Henry, House of Pain, or the House of, yeah. Okay, yeah, see, and I get it, but that's kind of like on that list of songs, because that's a 3-6 Mafia song. Yeah. Yeah, so. But see, it's a good song. It's a good song. I'm not going to lie. I won't, I won't take that away from it. Big Show. That's a good one. I like that. Mr. McMahon. <clears throat> that's an iconic one. It, yeah. When it comes when it comes to theme songs, too, I mean, a lot of people, they change their songs over time and everything. Miss McMahon, I mean, that's a constant no chance in hell. And, and like I was telling you before, this was so hard to narrow down to five. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's another thing, too. Like, when we come up with the ideas, like, you know, like, because last week we did, like, a top ten kind of thing. Right. I think it's, I think it gives us more of a challenge to do five, and it gives people a better idea of how to do just It, it gives them the opportunity to really narrow it down. Uh, yeah, I mean, you actually have to think yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, it you could choose 10 and everything, but like, I mean, it really is just five. And it's not even like we're ranking them. We're just going to list. So yeah. it makes it slightly easier, but to choose five over 10 is kind of an... It's I think automatically, fun. no matter what, though, when you say choose five of something, in in my mind, I almost just start ranking them at that point in time. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. So. What you got? Oh, my turn? Cool. Uh, so I mentioned to you how mine's going to be a little unorthodox with just one of them. Um, I, I like the... Uh, Greatest love song, Mike Canales, Maria Canales. Uh, thing. <laughs> it's just come on, it's so good. I get that it's a little weird. It, it, it about fits their there. characters, so yeah. Well too. It, it like my my list is it's those songs that like I can listen to outside of wrestling. Like you know, throw on Spotify, or if I'm looking for like wrestling theme songs to put up on YouTube to listen to, uh, buy it off of iTunes and stuff no, like no, that. No, it's my time now. No, <laughs> I want to buy that on Spotify. <laughs> It's probably no. like a half a cent. <laughs> so Mike and, Mike and Maria Canales is uh, real American. I have on there. It's just it's just a good song. It's awesome. A lot of the promo and vignettes that you see on YouTube. It has like it's not even like the initial like you know when the like the the music kicks off. It's that initial like you know I'm a real American. I'm a real yeah, American. that I think that really sets up the song. I think it gives you goosebumps just listening to it. Uh, Page. I really, oh, like, oh, I, I really like I really like Page's song. That that one was right there for me too because I the the scream at the beginning yeah. when he goes in and again that just fit her character yeah. so well. I I, I I never really like appreciated like the song or even like listened to it like like really listened to it so much until 
like maybe about like a week or so ago when I started like watching more of uh, some of the behind videos of uh, Fighting with My Family, which comes out next week. It's actually come out. It, it came out already. It came out actually on Valentine's Day, but in our area, it doesn't come out till next weekend. Wow! So I'm really excited to watch it and everything. Um, Social Outcast. Do you remember them? No, no. Uh, it was like was a Heath Slater, Bo Dallas. Um, oh, okay, okay. The fucking party dude. I can't remember. Uh, Rose. Adam Rose. And um, Mr. Perfect son. Axel. Axel. So, um, it's, it's such a good song. I'm going to play that for you after this if you don't remember it because it's such a good fucking song. I, I don't remember it. So, um, and then uh, number one's AJ Stats. I do like uh, Yeah. So, I I'm, like I, it's, it's always going to be one of my favorites. I own it. I listen to it. It's on one of my playlists. <laughs> it's on my workout playlist and everything. Really? Yeah. So, and it's weird to think that that song actually was supposed to be for James Storm. I don't think that would fit James Storm, though. I don't think it did. Well, and it's also weird. Like, I was, I started listening to Lillian Garcia's podcast, yeah. Chasing Glory. Bobby Roode was on it. Bobby Roode's song, Glorious, was for Shinsei Nakamura. See, yeah. that would have made more sense. Yeah, I thought, well, I, to me, it didn't make any sense at all. But I think it's the whole reason because of how Shinsuke's music fit, like, how what music he had. Seem to fit so much. It's hard to see the glorious song work with him. That's true. But like, I mean, who knows what Bobby Roode's gimmick would even been like if he didn't have the glorious song? I'm like, I like the glorious song. Yeah, but it, it didn't even. It's not my top. Five. It didn't even register. No. I mean, see, the, the song I thought you were gonna have, you didn't have. What's that? American Badass for. for uh... No, I had to take. I, I couldn't do it. I I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to mainstream. I didn't want mainstream uh, songs and stuff to be put on my list. It's definitely top ten when you sit there right. and look at it. Um, but even fuck, even Roland when you take a use Roland is pretty, you know. I just not, you know, Limp Biscuit for me kind of lost. I I don't look at it as Limp Biscuit. I look at it as an yeah. Undertaker's theme song. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, I I wanted American Badass on there, but I wanted to stay away from like you know, like well known artists creating theme songs and stuff like that. I, I think yeah. I like it that WWE uses a lot of lesser known talent now. Yeah. Oh, like um. Uh, CFO, I think did a, um, is a CFO or? I have no idea. I can't remember, but they did AJ Styles song. Um, they did, uh, I think they did Glorious too. I, they produced a lot more and Jim Johnson, obviously one of the best, you know, theme song guys in the business, created a lot of that eighties and nineties music and stuff like that. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I think it's neat. It's even better if the, like the artists themselves are fans of wrestling. Because it seems like they'll come around, they might play him in like a Motorhead with Triple H, uh, Snoop Dogg with Sh- Shasha Banks. Shasha. Shasha! Shasha! Get that Shasha! Shasha! That King Shasha! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guess, you know, I guess you can't handle the 40%. No, the. Fr- <laughs> it's too thir- much. 37? 37? <laughs> oh, God. Well, I think it did pretty good. You did, no, you kicked it, man. You really, you really did, did good. Pretty good, yeah. So, uh, yeah, any notes there? Are we all good on that? Or yeah, that was just if we had any. Because, man, uh, Rick Flair's the name of the song is fucking crazy. Is it? It's also Sprock Zarathesis. What about uh? What about the uh the graduation march with uh Randy Savage? Ooh, that would right, that would be a good one too. Not for me though. Not not, not for me. <laughs> but <coughs> excuse me. One of the biggest things. I mean, obviously, we want to do our shout outs for all these people who uh, contributed. 
Uh, one not mentioned just because uh, they decided to just, uh, you know, talk instead of give a list is uh, our good friend Andy Black. Yeah, well, it's and, nice. It's nice to see that he's not flipping burgers somewhere. Right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I get it. You know, like SCW doesn't want to make him relevant, so he has to kind of make himself relevant on our podcast and our Facebook page and stuff. I haven't seen him out and so, about wearing his no. own T-shirt to Walmart. So. Uh, well, you know, when you only own one of them, you know what I mean. <laughs> So I get it, but hey, yo, shout out to everyone who gave us a list. Um, and shout out to you, Andy Black, because I'm assuming this is what you wanted. Oh yeah, he, so. he just wanted he just wanted to hear uh, his name on our lips. Yeah, right. I mean, it's been a long time since someone ever you know made him relevant. Yeah. So here we go. Now you're relevant. Ta-da! Right. I'm just gonna assume that if he's on the next SCW show, it's because we mentioned him. Yeah. Yep. That's- so for now on, your entire fame is because of us. Because of a, yeah. the greatest tag team in podcast history. That's right. Don't, don't steal my don't steal my my fucking. Was, I didn't do it like I don't don't don't, don't. stop. Perfect. It's like me going around saying peace. Fuck. I got one word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you could handle more. <laughs> hey, that's the one. That's the one word I don't ever screw up on this show. Just <laughs> time to ring the bell on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! It's my leukemia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! You fucking dribbler. God. <laughs> oh fucking <laughs> right. So what are we gonna go into now? <laughs> I don't even know. Anymore. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the elimination chamber. Yeah, you, know, you talked about this yesterday with me a little bit, and how the two hundred five live championship is not on. Yeah, it's on the pre-show. Pre, it's on the pre-show, and Which, then you have Strowman versus Corbin, no title. On the main show. Yeah, which, I mean, like, we talked about a little bit last week when they didn't make it a pre-show match, but we knew it was going to happen. Right. Like, we we expected it. We figured that they'd do it. It, may, it still makes no sense to me on how they're doing it because, I mean, when they sit there and they talk about 205 Live, they talk about how, like, it's not it's not like, like how NXT is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a third brand along with, you know, DDE. Right. You know, and but they don't use it that way. They throw it into a fucking pre-show, which they shouldn't. I, I don't get the Braun Strowman Baron Corbin fucking feud. I thought that was done. Uh, I thought it was done too. But my whole thing with two hundred five live, if you want it relevant, you need to make it relevant. Yeah, putting it on a pre-show is great. Yeah, okay, but it's a title match. Mm-hmm. It should be on the main show. Yeah. So, um, and as we mentioned, uh. You know, we're we're doing our contest thing. Yep. We're doing our predictions and stuff like that. And at the end of the year, we're going to decide who has the most wins and everything. Right now, we're tied one to one. One to one. With your Royal Rumble uh, win and everything, uh, I picked the NXT Takeover correctly. So uh, right now, we're tied one to one. So this is this is going to be a tiebreaker. It could tie. We don't know. But to make it a little more challenging, and for the people out there not to think that we're just you know picking just to pick ties and stuff like that. We picked our predictions yesterday. Yeah, I, I wrote mine down yesterday. So, so we already had. So we we're not going to sit there and decide like, oh shit, this guy kind of picked it. I'll pick it too, and stuff like that. If we picked the same, it was already pre-picked. Right. So I'm excited to see if maybe we just picked the entire <laughs> fucking thing <laughs> the same, right? Because <laughs> it's not going to be one of the things like, well, if you pick them, then I'm going to pick this one. And then, see, my whole thing was is that I was thinking that with the elimination chamber, I was going to do it like a dark horse one too. But then I was like, well, I didn't talk to you about it, so I didn't do it. Dark horse for what? Well, you know, the one who you know for sure is going to win. And the one you kind of 
to give you like a second opportunity to win? Yeah. No. No. I mean, I was fine with the Royal Rumble because you don't know who's well, in the, it. In the Royal that's Rumble, there, there's 30 different But people, I mean, that's so. like saying, like, hey, there's a Fatal 4-Way coming up. Well, well, we go no, ahead. See that- we pick our winner. Let's pick a Dark Horse, too. And maybe just a runner-up just in case. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I was just thinking there is, what, one, two, three, four, six, six. guys? Yeah. Or six teams? Yeah. More than four. You're just worried. You're scared. I, I'm not really. I think I got it. Yeah. You're just, a little, it. You're just a little worried. You know, even if you win... You just won my taking out, stroking out, stroking out, stroking out. This is why I don't wrestle. At least, at least you're not stroking this, out. This is why. This is why I'm not on any fucking SCW show because they know I can't shoot a promo. <laughs> they know. They know technicalities. Anyways, <laughs> um, all right, let's go with the pre-show match: Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Uh, Buddy Murphy took a victory in a fatal four-way at the Royal Rumble mat, uh, paper show, pay-per-view. Got a pre-show match. Uh, so I chose Buddy Murphy again to take this because I think he's going to take it into wrestling. I actually have Betty, Betty Murphy too. Oh, yeah. Betty Bloody, Murphy. Betty Murphy. Betty Murphy. I don't, I don't know why we're podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think he's going to take it into WrestleMania. He's probably going to hold on to it. Even after his pre-show fast lane match that they're probably going to do again to him. But when WrestleMania comes around, he needs to be on the main show. Every title should be on the main show. It, when it comes we even talked about having an NXT title on the main show. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Um, next one, um, Nia Jax and Tamina, uh, The Riot Squad, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, The Iconics, Bailey and Sasha, Naomi and Carmella. Uh, six-way Elimination Chamber tag match. Crowned the first ever women's tag team champions. Which, um, as it turns out, is going to be uh, cross-brand. It's going to be on both shows. Which we did discuss before. Yep. So that's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> um, go ahead. Why don't you uh, tell me who you think? Yeah, Boston Hug. Oh, so did you? No, oh. I did not. I thought maybe they would give it to them because of the whole cross brand thing. You know, you put those two popular people on the other side. I actually picked uh, Deville and uh, Mandy Rose. Really? Yeah. That was. I was kicking between those two. Yeah, I I thought either way it was going to be either um, the Riot Squad or them, just for the fact I think I don't. As much as I think it'd be cool to see like Sasha and Bailey win the tag team championships, just because they've been around, you know, outside of Tamina and uh, Naomi, they've been around longer than anyone else in this match in WWE. That's true. Yeah. Um. Now they can still win. I just I don't think they go into WrestleMania on top, so it's a good possibility they could lose that fast lane. I didn't take that into account. I just took it into account that like they want to give it to a team, but not so much like a team that's logical like Nia and Tamina. I don't. I mean, it seems logical for them to win it. I don't think they're going to win it. Right. Um, Riot Squad, I think, would be a logical choice too. But with everything that's going on with Mandy Rose getting her kind of push between the whole Naomi storyline, Sonya Deville now being uh, on the new cast of Total Divas, they kind of want like. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. Rusev and Lana are not on Total Divas anymore. <laughs> it's uh, Rousey and uh, Sonya Deville. So I think with her going into the, into Told Divas, I think they want to give her kind of a push too. So I'm thinking from a background kind of uh, aspect. Plus, it keeps uh, Sasha and Bailey relevant to Raw, and it gets them kind of bouncing back and forth. And I mean, also you have what two face cha- women's champions right now. Yep. So you would a uh, heel tag team champion probably do good right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean Naomi and Carmella, I think that's just a throw together because they don't have another team, so that doesn't make any sense. Which I'm surprised Bliss and Mickey aren't. Uh, 
Well, they lost. They lost to... They lost uh, to Naomi and Tamina, or Nia and uh, Tamina. Right. Which, I get that, but I mean, like, you think Alexa Bliss, you know, healed back in and everything. She won the first Elimination Chamber match, and, you know, that was a good showing for the women there. you think that they'd be in it to make it more relevant, but, um, yeah, I end up with Rose and uh, Sonya Deville. Plus, I, I, I just think Bliss is back from injury, too. Yeah, I realize that. So, getting put in that... They probably want to take it slowly. They, yeah, they... Let's not put her into this death match. Yeah. Um, Lashley and Leo Rush versus uh, mm-hmm. Finn Balor. It is for the uh, Air Continental Championship, but it's a handicap match. I'm going to give it to Balor. Yeah, me too. I chose Finn too. I think he's going to take it into uh, WrestleMania. The thing is Lashley, I just think like it's really Finn Balor needs the push and stuff like that. He needs that kind of relevance. I think Balor deserves the push more than... Yeah. Lashley. And plus, I can't stand Leo Rush. Not a guy, I hate Leo Rush. I hope, uh, I hope he gets, like, fucking hurt. Coup de gras. I, like, through, through the face. His face. Lashley, I think, if anything, Lashley will be at WrestleMania, but if anything, he'll probably win, like, DeAndre Giant Battle Royal. Doesn't need to, but he will. Yeah. But we can talk about that when we do our WrestleMania predictions. Miz and, uh, Shane McMahon versus the Usos for the Tag Team Championship. I picked McMiz. So did I. <laughs> Damn it. God, it's going to be like a fucking... It's going to come down to like one match. I mean, I'll be yelling at the TV again. Yeah. Now, did you pick them before or after the whole Uso arrest? Before. Before? Before I even read about it. Yeah. Because uh, Barry had tagged me in that. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> are, we, uh, are we sticking with Mary? I don't know. Like, is that the name that we're deciding on? I don't know. I guess so. I, you know, we'll keep Mental Mary until she decides to find time to come on and give herself a name. There you go. Yeah. So now it's on her. MM. Yeah. If she don't like the name, come say something different. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jobber Black. If you have a problem with Jobber this fucking. Black. I'm sorry, Andy Black. My bad. <laughs> just. Uh... Freudian slip. Yeah. Yeah. Just hashtag fuck Steve. <laughs> oh god how am i running out of post it this this is dumb um you yeah, know i think Miz and mcmahon they're probably gonna hold on to it. i don't know if they hold on to him until wrestlemania but i think they'll at least hold on to it on this i i also made my decision before the uso yeah. arrest but <laughs> i think they're having too much fun with the Miz and mcmahon and everything they're going through the and now maybe fast lane i can see it probably ending but i don't know if they go into wrestlemania with them I'm still waiting to see who screws who in that uh, relationship between Shane and Miz. Oh, he'll be the Miz. He'll definitely be the Miz. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot, women's cha- uh, Raw Women's Championship. Rousey. I think that's kind of a no-brainer. I picked Ruby. Did you really? I did. I absolutely did. I, I think Rousey's going to hold on to it till WrestleMania. Um, I thought the idea, like the whole, like with everything going on, which is bullshit that fucking they announced Charlotte to be Rousey's opponent yeah. at WrestleMania because of Becky's uh, suspension. But um, my whole thought is uh, Becky Lynch is going to make some kind of impact in this match. Either he's she's she's going to like cost Ronda the title, or you know, gonna attack her and stuff like that. Get you know the match is qualified, thrown out, whatever. Turn uh, the WrestleMania match into either fatal four way between uh, Ruby, Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda, 
or you know give Ruby Ride the title to take on uh, take on somebody at WrestleMania, whether it still be Charlotte or not because it's Raw, or you know keep Ronda and uh, the non-champion taking on Becky at WrestleMania just one on one, no titles involved and stuff like that. Uh, I don't think that would be as good without the title. Yeah, I think it'd be better. Because it's not for title anymore; it's just for pride at that point. But see, with the title, at least it'd have a better shot of being at the end of the show, like it deserves to be. It was never going to be at the end of the show. It should be. It should be. It's, it was never going to be. It, at it the should end be. If Brock is still champion by then, which we know, yeah, he's, of course he's going to be, unless he loses that fast lane. But he's not going to wrestle at fast lane. Yeah, I mean, come on now. So he doesn't deserve to be the close of the show. No. Seth no. Rollins does. Yeah. But even Seth Rollins, I believe, would agree with the women should close the show. Yeah, absolutely. They're not going to. No, they're not going they to. They deserve it 100%. No, I agree definitely. with it. <clears throat> if if anything, they would have been the second to last match with Rousey and uh, Becky Lynch. But, I mean, I think they would still be able to have that, like, like and I'm going to say it. They, you guys could fucking tell me I'm wrong. But it could have that caliber in reference to like a Shawn Michaels Undertaker match. Not right. so, not so much like you know, like the the lineage or like the history, but how how much people are like committed to the storyline for it. Yeah. So and they had the possibility to do it. I mean, and like, wasn't the Shawn Michaels Undertaker match second match? Was that the close one, of the show? One year, one year, I think it was like the second to last match, and I think the other year was the last match. I. Because I know the I know the one year it just it just destroyed the main event. Yeah. Because it was like no, everybody no, no was just like yeah. no one gave a fuck after that point. But I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm gonna I'll take a dark horse Ruby in the fucking match. I I think it'd be I think it'd be off the wall and unexpected for her to be the one to fucking give uh, Ronda her first loss. But I think with the whole Becky Lynch storyline, it just makes sense. It'd be a nice swerve. Yeah. Uh, probably the biggest match of the night: Strowman versus Corbin, no disqualification <laughs> match. The probably the headliner of the card. <laughs> with, with the way with the way WWE goes about it, this is probably gonna close yeah. the show. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh, I picked Braun. I got Braun too. So fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the main event of the night is the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. Champion Daniel Bryan is going up against uh, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samojo, and uh, Kobe Kingston. Yeah, who replaced Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's unfortunate. You know, that I mean, that guy busts his ass. He <clears throat> was no longer a 205 Live uh, wrestler. He was on the SmackDown brand officially. Right. And to get injured before his first main event pay per view match, I mean that's just. And I mean he hasn't he hasn't exactly had the easiest of opponents since getting to SmackDown. He's no. Samoa Joe, Orton. Uh, I believe he faced Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Yep. So he it's not like anybody's been handpicked here to face Mustafa Ali. No. And uh, Orton uh, is entering the cage last. Yes. So. Um, I who the fuck did I pick? Brian? Yeah, I picked Daniel Bryan. I picked Daniel Bryan too. Yeah, it just makes sense. Um, and you said you didn't even watch SmackDown, so the yeah. Iron Man or the Gauntlet match was phenomenal. Eight, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston started off, and they went the longest, and Kofi just kept going until AJ Styles, and then mm-hmm. 
AJ Styles is out there waiting for Randy Orton, and then out of nowhere, boom, RKO, donezo. That's um. All right, so we have our picks. Pretty much, we're all in agreement except for the women's tag elimination chamber and the women's championship match. So there's a good chance. I mean, yeah, that, there's a lot. Logically, you should end up winning this just because of the Rousey match. I got a feeling that we're both wrong when it comes to the fucking elimination chamber match, but I don't know. Yeah, that I could I could see it. <laughs> yeah, but as far as the commitment to our picks, are you happy with what you have? Do you want to change anything? No. Or because it's gonna go on the wall. They, stick it. You good? You happy? Okay, there we go. It's on the wall. <laughs> <It's good>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's talk SCW. SCW. Let's talk. Let's talk SCW, and let's talk a little bit about ARW. Well, we only know a little bit about ARW. I know. That's why I just want to mention a little bit from Lake Station, Indiana. From Lake Station, they had their show last week, which uh, um, the I, I only seen the video. I didn't. I wasn't at the show, but we're gonna definitely change that to make it out there. Oh yeah. So I don't know if the video I watched with the uh, the incident where with the referee being knocked out. Intentionally, of course. If that was a show closer or what, but is it the same video we were watching? Yes. Downstairs? So yes. yeah, that that was the main event of the night. Okay, and that was a show closer. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I I guess I have to stand corrected on what I said last week about this being like a small, like kind of like like a like a small little tiff between the two because it seems like it could be more. It, it looks like it's escalating. Yeah. I mean, you had the unholy alliance go in. To a tag team match against uh, Johnny Showtime and the Machine, and back and forth they went for a little while. Then all of a sudden, Angus McDuff knocks out their referee. Some things happen. SCW's referee comes in, counts the pin. SCW wins. No, yeah. which is kind of what happened at the last SCW show. Yeah, well, it's. That, and that's one thing that kind of confused me when it comes to uh, the decisions that were made in the match because ARW's referee came out and made the count on the titles. They restarted the match. SCW comes out and do it, and they make that official. So I'm kind of with ARW on their end of the, you know, like, kind of like what went on because it just doesn't seem, like, right. Oh, and then the machine knocks out SCW's yep. referee, and then all hell breaks loose. Yep. And... Well, we saw Hunter, Hunter, uh, Jobber, Black, I mean Andy Black, Andy, Andy Black, um, Andy Black was there. Who else did I see? There? I, well, obviously, yeah, and I'm and I'm kind of confused on one thing too. Uh, Moxie Molly, when she came out with the ARW people, I mean, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could be I could be looking more into it than what it actually was. It could have just been a locker room clearing out. It just so happened that some of the SCW people were mixed in with the ARW people coming out to kind of like break stuff up. And, and Molly and his Amazon have some heat. So. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if I had to look at it, it kind of looked like Molly was like kind of side with ARW. And I hope to God it's not the case. I, I hope not. So, um, but yeah, no, it, it turned into a big thing. I, I wish I made it out to the ARW show. But uh, I think our plan is to hopefully maybe make the next one as we, if we find out when it is. Yeah, and... The announcer, uh, their announcers for ARW were actually calling Angus McDuff, a- Angus McDougal, or Angus McDouble, oh. and the Sheik was the irrelevant Sheik. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I agree with that. I, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I love SCW, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, those guys are kind of like ass clowns. So I'm okay yeah. with that. Plus, uh, fucking uh, goofy shoes and shit. Goofy shoes. Fucking goofy shoes, man. Xavier Woods did it better. He did. He did. I love how goofy shoes lasted since NXW. Yeah. In Grand Park. Yeah. All right. I think, he's, I think he's been around. Yeah, I think I think I made I think I started a Goofy Shoes chant at X, uh, NXW. I'm not I quite believe, sure. I believe so. But uh, no, I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for SCW next week. Uh, we're gonna review the match card again real quick. Just kind of go over that. Uh, we did do our predictions last week. We'll kind of like run by the again, see if we have any changes yeah, or anything like that. The full match card is that right? Yeah. So we're gonna check that out too. Um, I'm just gonna take a quick break and then we'll just kind of jump back into it. Okay, break time's over. <laughs> break time is over. Insert commercial here. God, we, you know, if we had like, like fucking like uh, sponsors, we probably could like plug a commercial in there. We, we probably could. Yeah. Hint. <laughs> uh, we, we should probably look into sponsorships. I think we can get I mean, I've got, I got a couple buddies I can probably talk to. Yeah, fucking talk to them. I don't know if they'd give us any money, but. Well. We'll find out. We just, yeah, we'll find out. Just give us 40 bucks a month. Give us 40 bucks a month. 40 bucks a month. Cover, cover the cost of podcasting. Holy shit. But yeah, no, like, and like I mentioned to everyone else, we didn't do it a lot, but there were a few times that we did like unboxings and stuff like that for like right. Wrestle Club and or, uh, the Wrestle Club. Uh, Wrestle Club sold out to Wrestle Crate, uh, so we're not doing that anymore. I should get my final box in next week. We can do an unboxing on next week's show, and that'll probably be the end of it. We may go back to Wrestle Crate after a while, but. I feel like um, at the same time, though, there's a lot of people that do those unboxings. Yeah. And it, it's fun. Yeah, but no one does it as a tag team. Well, nobody does anything as well as we yeah. do together. Yeah, because we are the greatest tag team podcast history. So, you know, we're double the fun. Perfect. We are double. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you're fucking 33 percenter. God damn it. That's right. Top, <laughs> That's right. I'm in the top 33 <laughs> percent. Oh, God. Yeah, you're like one of those fucking people that like were happy with a D on your fucking paperwork at school. C. I was happy with a C. Yeah, bullshit. You don't know what a C looks like. <laughs> uh, SCW Rampage, February 23rd, Shaban Civic Center. We mentioned at the beginning of the show. We mentioned it last week. <laughs> we're going to mention it again this week. Uh, great card coming up. Like we said, there's a lot of rematches going on, as well as uh, some newer matches and stuff like that. Um. Why don't you go ahead and uh, talk about some stuff so I can pull up the match card again? Well, I, I, the match I'm looking forward to is the Genesis title match, Bay Next versus Paradox. Yes. That that should be, I mean, hopefully their friendship can survive the match and not have it go the way many other relationships have, especially over titles. Yeah, well, because we, uh, we, we didn't see the match, <coughs> but uh, the Lunatic versus Lumberjack. Yeah, you know they fought for the Genesis title and stuff like that. So I mean, this title is becoming pretty well known for, you know, like you know, it is a free for all. And like SCW said, like it's not just a male dominant title. Like females could also go for the title. So it'll be interesting to see who 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 wins and who challenges for it next. Yeah, and then we know we have the no disqualification match mm-hmm. between Cage and Cutler after Cutler got caught with red handed with the title in his hands last month. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, Cage probably deserved it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <coughs> <it's like> giraffes. 
So Cage vs. Cutler is no disqualification match. It is for the SCW title. We both thought went with Cutler to win it. You still happy with sticking with that pick? I'm, I'm still happy with sticking with that pick. <clears throat> okay. Uh, another rematch, Sergeant Brooks taking on the Sheik. Um, I picked Brook. You picked Sheik. You still happy with that one? Oh, yeah. They got the X Factor of the Unholy Alliance out there. God. Whatever. I'm just saying. No, I get it. No, it's, it's, hey, it's whatever, man. Uh, <laughs> whatever, brother. Uh, Evil Sierra taking on Moxie Molly. Um, I picked Molly, you picked Sierra. You still happy with I'm, that one? Yeah, I went with uh, the unknown yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I, I still say, like, I, I'm still kind of trying to figure out where, you know, Molly stands with the AEW thing. Because, I mean, like, it, it's hard to see, you know, things firsthand when you're not there in person. So videos kind of just give you, like, you know, you you represent it your own kind of way, right? And like I said, so. she went after the amazing Amazon, who they do have yeah. heat with. So, I mean, yeah. if, if stuff if stuff was going down, and I had a chance to take out a, a rival, hmm? regardless of whose side I'm on, I'd probably yeah, take out the rival. And it does make sense, like you know, like did did she did she you know attack the Amazon because it was an SCW ARW thing. Or was it just, it was a personal conflict between the two to where she just wanted to, you know, get him. So, hopefully we get some questions answered, you know, next time we are at the show. Next week. So, next hopefully, week. hopefully we kind of see what's going on there. Who knows? Maybe they'll let us backstage and we kind of, like, you know, get some in-depth, you know, looks into stuff, you know. Hint, hint. They're uh, President Sentinel. President Sentinel. It's just weird. I'd rather say President Keats. <laughs> I'd rather. I'm sure Sentinel appreciates that. Yeah. I'd... <sighs> He never came and talked to us. Keith always comes up and talks to us no, at the shows. Keith does come talk yeah. to us. Yeah, maybe Sentinel should come talk to us. Ah, hey. we're nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's so busy, especially being a brand new president of SCW. He has a lot going on. I think Keith had some time in between yeah. nachos and getting me Mountain Dews. Yeah, he did. He did. He did uh, kind of stir that cheese pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I got to be honest, though. I did get nachos at the beginning of the show, and I did get nachos. You know, during the whole, like, Keats making nachos part, the nachos at the beginning were kind of good. I think he needs to work on his cheese uh, mixing. Probably didn't. Sw- two swirls to the yeah, right and a swirl right, to the left. Yeah. You know? I mean, he didn't, he didn't probably, like, flip the cheese like he probably should. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Harris versus uh, RK Savage. Uh, grudge match, the re- uh, rulers of uh, wrestling going uh, head-to-head. Uh, we saw Savage uh, cause Harris to match. It was at... Uh, S, um, SCW, ARW. It's hard to say ARW because we just got done talking to AEW on the break. Um, that, that, uh, interpromotional, uh, match. Right. So, I mean, Harris has a grudge, uh, that he needs to kind of like fucking help on. You chose Harris, uh, to win the match. I chose Savage. I'm sticking with my choice. You go I'm, with yours. I'm sticking with my choice. Okay. And then we did talk about, you said, you mentioned yourself, this is the match you're looking forward to. Paradox for Bandax for the Genesis title. Uh, we both pick Paradox. And these these two guys have been very nice to us. I mean, yeah. they next comes, shakes our hand, gives us knucks whenever he sees us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paradox, same same with them. And they're the Patriots of Hope. They do so much within the community and stuff yeah. like that. I would hope that 
their partnership last beyond this match. And I think it would. I think of everyone, I think they have the ability to kind of like still stick together, use this as just like a friendly battle between two friends rather than just like, you know a healthy competition. Yeah. I don't I don't see this breaking up a team causing a feud. I think it's just them saying, Hey listen, you deserve you do, you deserve the opportunity. I have the I have the I have the opportunity to give you the chance you deserve and I think that's what it's gonna come down to. So if Bandex takes the opportunity that's granted him and he ends up winning, that's awesome. You know, if not, Paradox ends up holding the title, then so be it. Or Bandex. Other way around. There we go. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I won't bring it up in future episodes. Go ahead, bring it up. I mean, I you, won't remember. That's I the mean, problem. it's very rare where I fuck up. You know, so I mean, please, yeah. please take well, that. ARW AEW about three or four times since. Did I say AEW a lot? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, nah, that don't sound right. <laughs> That don't fucking sound. We, right. And we know Black Irish is going to be there. Black Irish is going to be assume there. Assume that the family is going to be there. The family Elite Pain. Um. So who knows? Who knows who else is going to show Anything. up there? So, and we we do three way tag match. We do know. Ooh, they should. It was mentioned ARW is going to be at the house, but we don't know who's going to be there yet. I'd like so. to see that machine guy there from the video, or Johnny Showtime. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to see. I mean, like I don't. I don't know how hard that um, that locker room is going to be being in, you know, if those guys are there. Because, I mean, they did attack an official at their show. Right. They both, but both sides attacked an official. It, SCW did make the first strike, though. True. I, yeah, I'll, but it was by Angus McDuff, who we know since joining the Unholy Alliance hasn't been... The Angus we once knew. Yeah, not a fan of Angus. Huh? Not a fan. Not a fan of his actions. It, it used to be cool. Used to be cool. Fucking Angus, man. Whatever, <laughs> man. Whatever, man. Used to be cool. All right. Um. Uh, let's call the show talking about AEW since obviously I have AEW on the mind and everything. Um, AEW Double or Nothing in Las Vegas happening on May twenty fifth. Uh, shows sold out like within within like fourteen minutes. Yeah, so it it wasn't surprising. That's very cool. And I don't know if you saw the prices for these seats either. No, I, I did, and they were, you know, to me, uh, they were kind of high for a first show. Yeah, but I, in Vegas, I can understand prices are going to be a little high. I'm I'm sitting here acting like that if I didn't have the money. That we wouldn't be sitting front row at the AEW show. Oh God, no, yeah, I'd be there. But we'd be row. there, yeah. Well, especially I mean, like you know, looking at the card and stuff that they do have, which they only have a small card, so we're not doing predictions or anything like that on this, because um, I mean, they do got uh, Adam Page taking on Pac. They do have SoCal Uncensored, which is Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, and Christopher Daniels. They're taking on uh, Sema, plus some partners to be named later, so we don't know who's going to be that. Uh, Kenny Omega's taking on Chris Jericho. And then we got the triple threat match with Britt Baker, uh, Nyla Rose, and Kylie Ray. Uh, we're not going to do predict, uh, predictions probably for a while. Man, until... that women's match, is, that should be a pretty damn good match. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it's been proven, especially in WWE, like, you know, when you have these wrestlers, these female uh, superstars coming from the indies, that they have so much to offer, and they have a lot to prove. Oh, yeah. So they, I mean, they give it their all. So it's pretty cool that, you know, this gives them another platform to kind of boost off of. And stuff like that. So I'm really excited to kind of see how the card unfolds and everything and how many matches come out. And 
you know, I'm assuming we'll probably, you know, I'm, I'm assuming the Young Bucks are going to be on the card. I'm assuming Cody Rhodes is going to be on the card and stuff like that. Maybe some uh, Nick Aldis and current NWA champion. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, like, at, at this point, May 25th, you know, obviously it's a month past WrestleMania and stuff like that. And there's a lot of rumors, you know, with, you know, some, you know, daddy superstars who are leaving the company, especially Dean Ambrose being one of them. And let's face it, every, almost every year after WrestleMania, WWE has a tendency to clean house. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, AEW Double or Nothing, May 25th, is at the MGM Grand Gardens Arena in Las Vegas. Tickets sold out, but um, I'm sure it'll probably be available to watch somewhere. It's got to be on a pay-per-view somewhere. I, I would imagine it might even be available through the Fight app at some point in time. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you got anything uh, from um, TNA or... Uh, well, Impact Change like Channels. Okay. So it's completely off my TV now. Uh, New Japan is, seems to have some stuff going on, but I really haven't caught up with them. Yeah, I think I think what we're going we're gonna to try to focus on, too, especially with the show going forward, at least get some news and updates from those shows. Because yeah. we do, we do got to I mean, give them the credit, you know, that they're deserved, too. Yeah, they're not WWE and stuff like that, but just like any independent wrestling company, like, you know, they deserve, you know, the attention and stuff. So we'll kind of focus on, like, maybe some highlight and some news for them and stuff and, like, maybe do, like, even, like, a news around the wrestling world, like, segment or something like that. I, as well. I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the fight app I have talked about before, still have not utilized yeah. it, but you can watch older pay-per-views from Ring of mm-hmm. Honor for 10 bucks, and it's unlimited. Yeah. There's some of them, like, if I get you to watch one, I'll get a free pay-per-view. So if you bought one, I get one free because I suggested it to you. Which ten bucks? A, ten bucks ain't bad. Ten bucks isn't no. bad. Well, you know what? I think we mentioned a lot on JFW. I mean, like, this show is for the fans. Right. It's for the listeners. Right. So maybe we should leave it up to listeners to decide what wrestling companies they want us to talk about. That would be yeah, right? probably a great so, idea. Yeah, so maybe we'll post it up on uh, social media or something like that. Like, why don't you guys tell us what companies you want to hear about? Uh, we're going to cover WWE. That's going to be a given. We're going to continue to cover uh, SCW. That's a given. Um, but the other local show we go to. Yeah. So if you, you guys let us know. Do you want to hear about you know Ring of Honor? you want to hear about New Japan? you want to hear about AEW, uh, Impact Wrestling, Lucha Underground? If you want to hear about those, let us know. And then we'll throw them into the show. You know? Lucha is a little easier because they are on Netflix. Yeah. And the thing, they're, they're a lot easier because all the shows are released at once. Right. So, I mean, you cover an entire Lucha Underground season in a couple episodes if we really wanted to. Won't do it, but if we really wanted to. We're going to string it out for a couple of shows. You guys fucking drag that shit out. But you guys let us know because I don't want to talk about a wrestling company that you guys don't want to hear about. So, you know, let us know what companies you want to hear about. We'll post it up on on Facebook and then um, we'll do that. And uh, also, you know, keep those questions coming in because, like I said, over and over again, we really want to do these Q&A shows and stuff like that with our opinions and views and stuff what's going on with wrestling. So keep those uh, questions coming in, you know, message them to us and stuff like that. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap up the show with uh, your pick of the week. So pick of the week is the War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team titles for the last TakeOver. TakeOver Phoenix, okay. TakeOver Phoenix. Which it opened the show and almost stole the show. I, to me, stole the show. After you had given your rankings on the show, mm-hmm. I went back and I watched it. And I was like, well, hell. It was a great show. Yeah. And the war- 
you know, I'm I'm a guy that likes the guys who can bounce around the ring and do whatever and whatnot. And these Roar Raiders, man, do the backflip into the double elbows. That was crazy. Oh, they're big dudes. It, the the War Raiders kind of remind me of uh, Killian Dane from Sanity. Yeah. Big dude, but very athletic. And Almost like Vader. Right. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's just crazy. Um, these two teams are going to be Hall of Famers, I'm sure, in the years to come. If done, I don't see the Undisputed Era staying together that long. Mm. If they come up, they're going to come up individually. Maybe a tag team. I think Adam Cole will probably come up by himself first. Yeah, no, he will. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, so yeah, so War Raiders uh, taking on um, Undisputed Era. There we go. There we go. Uh, so that that's that's gonna be posted on our Facebook page. Uh, come out the same time this show does, which uh, we've been really good on releasing them day of recording. Yeah. So this show's gonna be no different. It's gonna be released on Saturday. Just. You know, like all the other ones. So it gives you guys a whole week to listen to the show before the next one comes out. Yeah, and we'll just keep sharing it and sharing it until you do. Fuck yeah. Um, so yeah, so make sure you guys keep uh, keep in touch with us on Facebook because we are a lot more active on that than we used to be. Um, JFW Podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I really got to get fa- uh, Twitter more uh, active. I really don't do that too I'm, much. I'm, I don't even know how the whole damn thing works. Yeah. So Instagram, Twitter... Facebook, JW Podcast. Let your wrestling uh, friends, you know, the fans of wrestler uh, wrestling that you guys know of, have them follow uh, our page, you know, subscribe to our Facebook. Oh, my God. Why can't I fucking talk? That's what you get for making fun of me, dude. God. I don't think I make fun of you enough. That's probably the problem. Uh, I probably... Hey, man. Fucking <laughs> hey. If you guys have some friends who are fans of pro wrestling, follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Just by searching JFW Podcast, subscribe to it because it will notify you when our show um, pops up. That way you never have to worry about searching it. It's going to give you a notification that it's ready to be listened to. Uh, give us a review and a rating, you know, five-star that shit because it helps us become more involved in podcasting. And it moves up in ranking for us to be more put out there. That's how we get sponsorships and that's how we keep the uh, show growing. We want to do YouTube. We want to get out there and make videos YouTube, and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, the biggest thing when it comes to YouTube and stuff like that, you know, the videos, there's a lot more work going into videos than it is audio. And yeah, we so, have these awesome original t-shirts. Yeah. You know, let us know that. Do you guys want us to look into getting JFW merchandise? I want JFW merchandise. I know a couple people who want JFW merchandise. I know a couple people who want these shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys want us to strongly consider making JFW merchandise, let us know. We'll work out the... Um, Aesthetics. Is that the word? Oh, sounds good. No, that's not the word. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure we'll figure out we'll figure out what it's gonna take for us to make merchandise and everything because high school education. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the biggest thing because we're only high school graduates and shit like that. We don't have, you know, these you know, these fucking high paying jobs that give us the money to do the shit we do. So you know, we take this day by day, you know, we pay for what we have to pay for and stuff like that. It does cost money to do this, so um Let's know if you want merchandise. We'll work into. We'll look into it. See what we can do about making that happen for you guys to put up on sale for you guys to uh, purchase. Um, who knows? Maybe uh, somewhere down the road, we'll we'll create a Patreon and stuff like that to like offer people stuff and things like that too for becoming like you know. We can make our own Funko Pops. Yeah. Well, you know, I do got that card from that wrestling it's, show. It's an option. Is it? Yeah. I just. 
I saw it on Facebook. You can create your own Funko Pop of yourself. Oh, shit. Maybe we can look into that. But I do have the <laughs> card uh, from the one show we went to. Um, oh, Powerhouse. No, that wasn't Powerhouse. It wasn't Powerhouse. Um, it was the one out in uh, Valpo. Oh, my God. What was that? I can't remember. I, but I do know I got the card from the person that said that I can get in touch with the guy who can make action figures. So we, travesty and Dizzle J action So we figures. can make Travesty and Dizzle J action But we'll look into that. If that's the guy, so guys, if that's the stuff you want us to look into and do, let us know because we're we're here for you guys. We don't do this just because we have nothing better to do. We do it because we want to get out there and, you know, get in touch with you guys more as fans and wrestling fans and for our love of wrestling to reach out to you guys as well. That's why we have the social media. That's why we put the shows out every week now. That's why we're committed to doing it more weekly than we used to. Um, I just, I think we kind of lost our way a lot towards uh, the end of last year and stuff like that, but I think we kind of found that. Yeah. So we're, we're really building this and everything. We do have lives of our own that we are busy, but we are making commitments and time to do this. And we're doing it for you guys. So to get that feedback from you really helps us out and it means a lot to us. Whether you're doing the uh, freaking fives along with us on Facebook, whether you're following us, whether you're subscribing to our podcast and stuff like that. We really want to make this thing grow into something big. And we want to do that for you guys, with you guys, because of you guys. So just make sure, like, you know, just stay involved. Let us know what you want to hear. Send us questions. And let us know about the merchandise thing because, I mean, I'll look into it if there are people who are willing to, uh, you know, give me some feedback on what they're exactly looking for. Lanyards, koozies, shirts, hats, whatever. You know, I, I know a couple of people who make, you know, shirts and stuff. And, you know, if the price is right for us to sell because I don't want I don't want to sit there and try to sell a JFW shirt for 35 40 bucks. Well, no. No. I mean, but, I mean, if I could find one, to, if I can make them, you know, affordable to you guys, I'll definitely do it. You just got to let me know if you really want them or not. Um, let's see here. Plug the, plug the social media, plug the podcast, got the fan interaction. That's all I got. How about you? Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to an episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.